Hello guys and welcome to the Betfair Trading Community Trading Show. We are on, I think, week 10 now. Really loving all of your guys' comments and the, the fact that you're getting really involved in this. It's wicked and me and Martin both enjoy doing these shows. This week, as always, we have the same format. So we have a big match trading review. We will then be talking about a low light, which we think is really important to talk about in trading. Um, not too many people talk about low lights, and I think you should, and the mental aspect that that has on you. Um, good discussion going on at the minute in the forum, the B2C members, about that. Um, some guys really sharing some great stuff. We also have a trading highlight of the week. Martin has chosen the big match trading preview and he's picked the game I'm really worried about. Um, anyone who knows me already knows then what that game is. And then we have, as always, finishing off with a debate of the week. So I will welcome Martin into the show. How are you doing today, Martin? Yeah, good, Ryan. Good to be here. Looking forward to talking about sports trading, as always. Yeah, it always amazes me what you're going to wear as well for the, um, for the show. He's tough one today. Yeah, there's always some American American sports jerseys, which I quite yeah. like. Um, so let's kick off then with the big match trading review, which was the Chelsea versus Man United game. Yeah, um, obviously, I mean, this was, I talk about this in a bit actually about the, the trade that we had on it that went really well. Um, but yeah, I mean, it went to script, didn't it? We, we didn't fancy Chelsea at all. Um, and they went 2-0 down pretty early on. Never really looked like coming back. Um, some people said they played well. I'm not convinced they played that well, really, uh, losing 2-0. Um, and, yeah, I mean, Sari, uh, he's probably only still got a job because his final coming up on Sunday, but it's uh, it's not going to last long. I, I can't really see them winning this weekend. And uh, if they don't, I think he's gone. So, you know, there's a very high chance he's gone by the end of the week. Yeah, well, we discussed that, didn't we, a couple of weeks ago yeah. about how long he had left. And I am amazed, to be fair, that he has lasted this long. Will they bring Jose back? No, no, no chance. Oh. It'd be crazy. Interim manager to steady the ship, Chelsea legend. Nah. Not anymore, <laughs> really, is he? But no, yeah. I think football's moved on massively. So, yeah, I mean, there's not really much more we can say about that. We are going to talk about it in the trading highlight. So we'll we'll move on to the, the trading low light of the week, which is about the Liverpool-Bayern Munich game. I am amazed Liverpool did not score in this first half. Amazed with some of the chances they had. Yeah, and it's one of those, this is, this is a trade I put up about backing a first half goal. It's around evens at the times. So it was about 20 minutes in and it had been quite a lively game kind of end-to-end stuff. But looking back on it, um, there weren't a lot of shots on target at that time. I think there was only one in pretty much in the whole game till close to the end. Um, I think I stopped following the stats after about 85 minutes. But there's loads and loads of shots off target. But I think it shows as well, again, I mean, we're going to talk a bit actually in the debate about cup games um, and kind of follow up on it really. I think we might have talked about it before. We've certainly mentioned it at least in these trading shows. But um, I think, especially on the Champions League night, where there's not a lot of other football on, it's very tempting to want to trade those games and trade the cup games that we wouldn't usually trade. Um, and I'll, I'll talk a bit about that on the trading uh, debate. I don't want to talk about it too much. Um, but yeah, basically, taking that first half goal probably wasn't a wise move on reflection. 
and obviously there wasn't a first half goal so that's that's my low light for this week Brian. Yeah I, I mean I was obviously gutted that there, was, there wasn't a goal but Bayern were just set up so well you know the commentators kept mentioning it about experience and they had it in bucket loads Matt Summers was just unbelievable we yeah. didn't just everything he seemed to do was just really really well and they just ground that game out Liverpool should have done a lot better really and it's a big stark contrast to the one last season where Liverpool killed games off in first legs it's going to be an interesting yeah. one seeing it and but although I don't like the fact that it's now not remember as a kid it used to be you play on a Tuesday in Champions League and next week you'd be on the Wednesday you'd look forward to it now we've got weight a bit but yeah. Anyway, I won't ramble on about Liverpool because uh, <laughs> only Keith will enjoy it. So, chain highlight of the week was backing United to beat Chelsea, which was a cracking. I mean, you spoke about it. The value on there was just insane, wasn't it? Yeah, and and I think this is the thing. The reason I brought this one up is that um, because we we did it on the show last week, so it's uh, so everyone obviously knows that we we did really heavily fancy United here and, and really didn't like Chelsea but it's amazing that the market was so far off reality in this sense I mean like we said Chelsea were 2.1 um, they've been an awful United have been in great form as we know and uh, there really wasn't a, a positive light at the end of the tunnel for Chelsea um, I couldn't really see them doing anything here um, obviously United went two goals up pretty early on like I said won the game comfortably in the end and uh, yeah it's uh, it's funny how stubborn I think as well how stubborn markets can be um, yeah. because they just want to put these big clubs uh, as favourites you know they really do and, and a club like Chelsea no matter how bad they've been the market still wants to go, yeah, but it's Chelsea playing at home and Chelsea is strong at home normally. And so, you know, we'll have them at quite short odds here, even though they're playing a really informed United who, who like we said, had some cracking away wins at um, Arsenal in the Cup and at um, Tottenham. And, and one thing we're kind of seeing with Solskjaer is that I think other than a couple of games maybe, I don't know how many it's been, I think it's probably been about nine, ten games now that he's been in charge. There's only been a couple of games where they haven't, that I can remember, where they haven't scored the first goal. Yeah. So trade like this, even if you get in on the first goal and trade out, you know, you've made a massive profit. So again, I mean, I'm going to talk a, a bit about this in the trading match preview, but uh, it's funny that that United's odds seem to just not be in line with what's happening at the moment, um, mm. even though they used to be a massive club, and you kind of think the market would overrate them. But, but because of what's happened in recent years and the Mourinho thing, the market just continues to underrate them time and time again um, against the bigger teams. And, uh, you know, as we're seeing, they're, they're raising their game for these bigger matches, you know. Yeah, which is the, the trading uh, preview we've got, which is the Man United versus Liverpool game. And I, I completely agree with you there. And I think one of the, we will move into that now. And I think one of the big changes that I've seen in United under Ali Gunnar is, they're not reactionary anymore. So under Jose, it was they weren't really on the front foot. Something had to happen in the game for them to spark yeah. to life. Where under Ali Gunnar, they are coming at teams. They are countering very, very well. Um, and I, that's going to be a big part of this game, I think, because Liverpool play on the counter. When they're best, they're at the counter in the first 20 minutes. 
But United are getting that and they've got players that can hurt you. You know, Anthony Martial, unbelievable. I love him. He's got so much pace. And with Rashford as well. If they hit you on the counter with Pogba freeing up those those balls, it's a, it is a scary one. And I know you're gonna you're gonna delve into this a bit as well. So I'm gonna yeah. let you go on that. Well, I kind of like to look at it from a statistical perspective, I can say that phrase, Um, because it's very easy to sit here and look at the odds. And if you haven't seen the odds, uh, Man United last time I checked with 3.2, Liverpool around 2.4. Now, you might think that Liverpool were at home to be favourites against United, but they're not. They're playing away. Um, I actually think these odds are wrong. I don't think they're like miles apart as far as, say, the Chelsea ones were. Um, but I think that I'd have United around 2.8. So they are too big at the moment. Um, again, I'd have Liverpool around 2.8. So they're too short. Um, and I think that it's a very even matchup in that sense. And then if I do look at the statistics, right, Liverpool haven't won at United since 2014. So that's five games in a row that they've even either drawn or lost. And this is during a time of Mourinho, Van Gaal. Um, yeah. I'm not sure if that would include uh, any of uh, Moyes' efforts. But yeah, so United not being in good form, not being a good team. I don't think there's been any moment during those years where we thought United were anything special. Mm. And yet, you know, Klopp's, Liverpool have still failed to win there in those five years. So Especially it's really interesting as well. It's just adding into that as well. Liverpool haven't been that good. Like you say, they, United haven't been that good over that time. And this game has so much on it for Liverpool. Yeah. So you take in all of that. <sighs> well, I remember them playing last season. I think Rashford scored twice and I think they won the 2-1. And Liverpool were the better team in the game. Yeah. But United... I was so up for this match. You know, Liverpool at home, they've always had success against Liverpool at home, you know, pretty much. Okay, there's the odd blip here and there. Um, But, yeah, for them not to be, at least even with Liverpool in terms of odds, or even I'd have United as slight favourites in this one, personally. Because Liverpool as well, what we're forgetting, I think the market forgets, is they're having a bit of a blip. Yeah. Okay? Nothing catastrophic. But they've drawn a few games that they shouldn't that they should have won. Um, they're not they're not winning key games. You know, you play at home in the Champions League, you want to win that game. Um, you don't want to draw it again. Liverpool have had a, a big Champions League game this week. How much will that take out of them? Okay, United did play on Monday, but you know that's an extra day's rest. Does that yeah. help? And it wasn't the Champions League of last season. So if you look at Liverpool last season, in every second leg that they went into, they had a three-goal minimum cushion. So they'd won it. They'd won the, they'd won the tie, basically. This time, they didn't. So like you say, it's a big game in midweek. And now they're coming up. This is a massive game. Massive game for Liverpool. And you, you hit on it as well. They are in a blip. If they, had draw, if they hadn't drawn the games that they had drawn, this wouldn't... I don't think there have been as much pressure and we probably would be having a different discussion. But this is a big... And I mean, for Man United as well, you, you touched on it, they're always up for this game. Yeah, this yeah. is a big scalp for United if they get this at the weekend. You know, this is massive for them. This would this will hurt Liverpool big time. Yeah. The pressure, you know, the pressure's on Liverpool as well here. Um, you know, we've seen how that's affected them when they've had chances to win titles, and I think that's what's been affecting them in the last few 
few weeks. Um, so, yeah, I mean, of course, I'm not saying Liverpool can't win. I'm not saying they won't win. But I'm saying the odds are, for me, are very, very close there. Um, and that's why I think United are the value here. Or even the lay of Liverpool is the value play. Um, yeah, I, I think that would be my preview of this game. I just think, uh, again, markets kind of underestimating United. United are going to go out there and have a freedom that they can play. There's no real pressure on them. Yeah. Um, but with with Liverpool, there's huge pressure because any slip up, and you know, Man City look like they're going to take advantage. So, yeah. uh, and with Man City not playing this this weekend either, obviously having the League Cup, mm-hmm. it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. And I know I never I never trade Liverpool ever, but if you following on from your advice there, if you were to back United or lay Liverpool, I think the key for that game is understanding how Liverpool are going to play. You know, if Liverpool don't score in the first 20 minutes or so, then this game, that's when Liverpool start to panic. You know, Liverpool are a fantastic team. at If they get ahead and they capitalise on that early punishment of you and they, they're free-flowing, they will destroy teams. And the teams that they've beat this season and, and last season, when they got ahead and carried on punishing you, that is when Liverpool are most dangerous. Liverpool, if they can't break that deadlock in the first 20, 30 minutes, it's it's tricky for them. Um, yeah. And I've watched a hell of a lot of Liverpool games and it's always the way. There's, it's You can almost sense the frustration as well um, that they can't break you down, but they don't have that number 10 to do that anymore either, you know, with Phil Coutinho gone. So... There's just a little bit of my insight there as well, someone who watches them all the time. And so moving on to the debate then of the week, trading cup games. Yeah, I think we've talked a little bit about this before, um, but it's well worth a follow-up purely because of the week we're having. So this week, obviously, we've had the Champions League uh, last 16 games. And the problem with the Champions League and what what it brings about is that it tends to mean there's not a lot of other leagues playing games on those nights. So what tends to happen is, and UEFA are quite um, strict and firm on this. I don't know how much power they actually have, but they don't want the top leagues to play league games on Champions League nights. Mm. So, you know, they try and enforce that. So that's why you don't see like Bundesliga games or French games or Premier League games on Champions League nights in general. I know there's the odd exception, um, but that will normally only be one game from one of those leagues maybe anyway. Uh, and what it does, I think, is it, is it makes people feel like, oh, well, there's not a lot else on, so I better trade the Champions League. Uh, now, anyone obviously who's following, followed Betfair trading community for a while knows we're not big fans of trading cup games. Mm. Um, I, I, I don't really trade them. Again, that's why I'm kind of annoyed about the low light of the week this week. Um, I really shouldn't have got on that first half goal there. It's not a trade I should have made, especially in a two-legged tie. Uh, a first When a first leg, it can often be quite a defensive leg. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, like we said, there's, there's occasionally an exception where I may trade a cup game like so team news can be quite important, like we said in the FA Cup. Mm. Um, if if a team you find out a team's going to be weak, you know you can back the opposition and expect the price to come in. But really, that might be more of a pre-match trade than than an actual trade in play anyway. Mm. But trading in play in cup games is kind of like a big red flag for me. 
Um, and I think people people just need to try and be disciplined on those nights because there's been a pretty rough week in terms of football, actually. Yeah. Um, there's not been a lot on this midweek since of, of, other than the Champions League. Mm, yeah, I agree. And I think for me, it's all about, the, I'll, I'll do the pre, that's it. Um, because that's when you can start to see the the movements, you know, and you've got the the accumulator boys chucking money on uh, in their thousands, which, you know, okay, uh, that has its place, but that does impact price movement and also people chucking 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 quid on a team in the team news. So for me, it's all about the pre. I will look to do pre stuff, um, but I don't want to be involved in, in the actual game because... It's all about stats for for me when I'm trading and finding the value. And it's really, really difficult to to find that. I mean, the Liverpool-Bayern Munich game, on stats, if you took both teams' stats on their own, you they're free-flowing and goals and goals, and then they go and play each other. And like you say, the first leg is very, very defensive. The second leg, I, I don't even want to think about what, what's going to happen um, because it... It's just tempting to think about what they need a goal. Someone needs a goal. So it's tempting to to try and get into that trade. And I do understand why people do it because there's so much money matched. And it is a, if it's a tough week for football, you know, you're going to be tempted by it. Um, I just urge yeah. people not to, um, to not be tempted by trading the, the in play on the, on the cup games, no matter yeah. what it is. Yeah, and one of the things we always say is that some people might think, well, why not? What, what's the difference? The big difference is that you don't have any real league data to use. Mm. So a lot of the data you're using statistically, if you are looking at the league form, like Ryan just pointed out, it's actually pretty irrelevant because they play in different leagues, totally right. different leagues, totally different circumstances. Um, you know, Bayern are going to play a different style of football in the Bundesliga where they're expected to win every game comfortably than they would obviously go into Anfield where they know they're going to be a bit on the back foot um, and they've got to be a bit careful of the counter-attack if they do go all out and attack. Um, so really, a lot of that league data is pretty invalid. You know, you get situations, don't you, where a team scores loads of goals and people go, oh, this is going to be a great high-scoring match. Um, and then it isn't. And, uh, and that has, I remember actually a few years ago, used to get um, games like, I remember the Champions League final between Barcelona and Arsenal. And everyone thought, oh, it's going to be such a high-scoring game because they score so many goals. Mm. Um, and it's actually quite a tight game. Okay, there were three goals in the end, but part of that really was because Arsenal got a red card in that game. That kind mm. of uh, made it a bit more easy to score, but it was a very tight. And, and a lot of these games... And the reason we sort of bring up the trading cup games this week is that you're going to get a lot of these Champions League weeks coming up now. Yeah. Um, because like Ryan said, they've kind of extended the format so that instead of getting, you know, um, all the last 16 games in the same week, they're spreading. I mean, how many weeks they spread it over now? Is it, Crazy. I think it's, it's two weeks and then it's the next one. So basically, you're going to have at least four weeks of just last 16 games. Yeah. You know, before you've even got to the quarterfinal stage. Um, and then you can imagine, you know, as you get further on to the quarterfinal and semifinals, um, there's even less matches to trade in the Champions League. So not only have you got virtually no league football in those weeks, 
Um, you know, but thank God the summer leagues start up soon. Um, you know, in South America and uh, Scandinavia, because oh, we love yes. trading those. We'll yeah. probably talk about that as, as a bit in one of the debates. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. And we've got some really good Scandinavian members as well that know a hell of a yeah. lot about that. But just, I mean, the trading cup games. For example, the the um, I never would have thought that Tottenham would have done that to Dortmund. So yeah. if you're trying to get a gate, I mean, Dortmund are flying at the minute in the in the Bundesliga. You never ever would have thought that would have happened. So how do you get the read on the on the game? Be really interested to know, guys, what um what you've been you've been thinking about this week. So what are your what are your lowlights? What are your highlights? Um, what are your your previews on the uh, the big Liverpool Man United game? And also, yeah. what have you been? What what are your thoughts on the uh, the trading of the cup games? Like I say, me and Martin read all of the all of the comments that you guys put on. Uh, and if you want to email us, you can. It's info at trainingcommunity.com. Again, we read all of the emails. And uh, yeah, thank you for for watching the show. And uh, thank you to you, Martin, for co-hosting. That's right. Thanks.